This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek show number 592 with guest Sammy Collison, recorded on November 24th, 2023. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home, news, reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for the average tech guy. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here. A very chilly winter is definitely on its way. Chilly Bellevue, Nebraska, and of course, and of course we post the show with some world-class show notes out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Big thanks to Aaron Lawrence, who joined us last week. Always, a, always great to have Aaron on. She did a bunch of Black Friday videos. Uh, if you haven't caught up with her on that, check all things out, techgadgetscanada.com. And uh, and she'll be due. I mean, she's she's on the ball the whole year long. So you should follow her on YouTube. And uh, I think you can sign up for a newsletter on her site, some of those kinds of things. Get those all done. Big thanks to her uh, as well. Big thanks to our Patreon subscribers as well. If you're a part of that team, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's Thanksgiving time here in the United States. So thank you for being a part of Patreon. If you want to join the team, we've got a $5 plan. You can jump on. It helps us do crazy things. Nah, we don't do that many crazy things, but yeah, you can check it out. Theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon if you want to join that team. And thanks to everybody who joined us in the chat room. As we're recording this, it's Friday, the 24th of November, which is unusual. I only do one Friday a year. It's this one. This we one. were going to do it last year, and I have Sammy with me tonight. We were going to do it last year, Sammy. Did you, I, I came to you and you're like, are you ready? And you were like, I don't want to do it. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was was a tough spot. It was a tough spot yeah. to be in a year ago. Wow, what a difference a year so makes for you. True. <laughs> right, right. And we had you on back in March, talked about your new job, working at the library. I thought maybe it'd be a good time to catch up with you a little bit. Uh, you know, the last six months, how's the library? Big changes going on at the library. Just talk a little bit about uh, about your experience there. Yeah. So I started at our local library as a circulation clerk. So I work at the front desk. I do a little bit of everything. Um, I started back at the end of January. Uh, so I've been there, what, 10 months now? Mm-hmm. Um, 11? Gee whiz. Uh, and I really love it. And I'm really like got my roots in because it's technically a six month training period. Like there's a lot of stuff oh, to learn yeah, to do my yeah. job. And so now I'm officially trained. I passed my first uh, performance evaluation with flying colors. And but library in the next year, we're moving to a new building. So back in like 2020 or something, they were like, we're looking at moving Maybe it'll happen in a year and nothing ever happens in like a year. But finally they bought a new building. They're building an addition onto the side of it. So we'll have about the same square footage as we have at our current building, but our current building we've had since like, don't quote 70s. me, on this, but I feel like I it was the, the yeah, it was like the seventies. Cause yeah. we used to be yeah. a tiny building in the park and yeah. now we're at this building, but it's old. We're always getting bugs and mice in. <laughs> we had to board up the skylights because they kept leaking water. Like it, it was just a bad situation. And so we're getting, we're moving into a new space that will, from the inside, will be purpose built for what we want. So it'll be a way better layout. We'll get more of what we're looking for and it'll be nice. But that, but the construction, uh, we took a tour, the CERT crew took a tour last month, early this month. Time is weird soup. I don't remember anything. I feel like it was earlier this month. We took a tour of the new building under construction and they had just roofed in the addition I think they were trying to get the windows in before the cold release set in. Mm, And they mm, were putting, mm. some of the walls were up on the inside. So we could see the size of like everybody's offices and like what the study rooms were going to look like. So we had a layout kind of, Um, but we'll probably move in next fall is the sitch. But right now we're business as usual for the winter. Yeah. And it's, it's ironically, it's in an old Gallup building. Yeah, it used to be a Gallup call center. Yeah, we had a call center there. We have since stopped doing call center work. And so it sat empty for a while. Um, Not not that much farther of a drive for you. It's just a little quarter mile jaunt down the road. We'll have a drive through window, which is exciting. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, so what would you do? What, 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 
I'm assuming mostly just drop off or could you re- can you reserve things and they'll give them to you through the drive? drop off and pick up is the goal because right yeah. now our outdoor book drop is separate from the building so our shelvers have to like wheel a cart out to the thing and load in all the books and that's less than ideal in inclement weather and is a lot of work for them so yeah. that'll be the main book drop area and then we do ever since covid we've done contactless pickup where we roll a cart out we, like you call and you schedule an appointment and then we roll a cart with your books out to the back door and you like come and pick them up but hopefully we'd be able to do that uh, a version of that through the drive through window so you can just be like hey i'm going to pick up my holds at this time and we'll have them ready at the window yeah well that's cool and then we'll give you some from a technology like i think one of the things i was surprised about the library was just how much technology stuff they had um you know beyond i think some people think well okay the card catalog is now digital right mm-hmm. but a maker space you know some of those kinds of things it seems like you showed me we sat down and looked at the plans for the library mm-hmm. it seems like this they've really kind of thought through that experience right Can yes talk a little bit about yeah that? we're gonna have a bigger a bigger room for the makerspace and it's got like 20,000 outlets in it to run all of the machines. And it's, we're going to be taking advantage of the vertical space more for storage. Cause none of the, none of the rooms, like the bookstore room is an old storage closet. The makerspace is the old computer lab. So like mm. none of these spaces and like the computer lab was just like in the middle of the floor. And so it's just, it's nothing in our current building is built for what it's what it's currently being used for and so now we're we're custom building rooms to be used for what we need them for and so that will be nice one oh and we'll have self-checkouts again because we used to have self-checkout machines and they both broke at the same time because the hardware the software surpassed the hardware and we were like it's done um and so we're fundraising for one of those self-checkout machines right now and then we'll have another one by the time we get there. So we'll have two, two self-checkouts. You had been talking about um, a, a change in, like you have passes. This is another thing I didn't oh, yes. I didn't know about the library. You'd been talking about uh, the passes have gone through a technology change as well. Talk a little, yes. these are like to local park, not parks, but to yeah. places that cost Destinations. Money. You, you yeah. explain it. You do better than um, <laughs> We call them leisure passes. Uh, but you can check out a one-time family pass to go to some places. People who know the Omaha area, the Durham Museum, the Omaha Children's Museum, Fontenelle Forest, which is in Bellevue, and Lawrence Gardens, which is up um, by where the Union Pacific Memorial question mark is up on that hill. If you drive on the interstate, you can see it. Um, but we have we have one-time passes that you can check out and take a couple adults and some kids for free. And we used to have those as physical passes and we had to keep them behind the counter and you had to come and request them and you could check it out for five days, but you could only use it for one of those days and you couldn't put them on hold because we had so few. And so it was just like a really inefficient system. We were trying our best. And recently we switched to a service called TixKeeper where you can uh, reserve them online and you just get a code. So as long as you have a valid library card, you don't have to come into the library to mm. get them which is nice. And you just reserve it for the day that you're going. And so we don't have a problem. Like we only have one Omaha children's museum pass per day. And it was getting to the point where each person that would check it out would have it for all five days. And then it wouldn't be on the shelf for more than two hours. Like it was a miracle if it was on the shelf overnight. It would go fast. Right. But now a different family can go every single day. And Mm. so that's really nice and it's way less work for us because we don't have to field those calls of like do you have this pass and like have to go and check the cabinet every time somebody comes up to the front and asks for one yeah well i think it's a great way it's so much to me it just seems like it uses the pass Mm -hmm. better right yes i i during uh, my birthday weekend i i went down and got the pass that is to the to the uh, Lawrence and Gardens, which is which is a uh, botanical is, gardens. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, around the end of May, it's always great. The roses are coming out. I mean, all the flowers are coming out. The hostels look great. And about a three mile walk through there, and I checked it out the old way, the old physical mm-hmm. way. And so I made sure I took it back that afternoon, so somebody else could check it out. But this is a new way to do that. I think others may want to check. You know, every time we have you on, I always encourage folks like, hey, check with your local library. They may have some 
They may have some things. This may be one of those things, these passes uh, that you can check out for local things in your area that or would be a benefit to you. I know we all know about kind of the what is Bellevue used for their digital checkout of because they have a they have a service right that they use where you can digitally check out books. Do you know the name? Is it Libby? Oh, or? Libby. It used to Libby? be called Overdrive, and now it's called Libby. Right. right yeah. Right. And there's a few of those. And I th- I would think most um, most libraries have that capability mm-hmm. now, sure. right? Um, but that's another one of those technology things. So that's kind of cool. Uh, something, um, you know, I probably, well, it's getting cold, so I probably don't mm-hmm. want to be doing that. But as we think about spring, good opportunity to go down there. Um, meeting rooms, like in the new place, like I, I always... I keep yeah. telling you, like, I need to do a monthly meetup of some kind at the library, but better meeting rooms coming at the at the new library? Yes, we're going to have five individual study rooms. Well, four of them are going to be, like, individual person-sized, and then one of them is going to have, like, fit, like, four people. And then we're going to have a big, long room that can that'll have a center divider, so you can divide mm. it into two spaces if need be, which is really nice, because lately... This fall, like we had to stop taking large meeting room reservations because our large meeting room was just booked. Wow. Because we only have the two meeting rooms and the small one is only enough for eight people at most. So anything, even if you've got like 10 or 12 people, you need You got to book the large meeting room. And so it'll be nice to have those smaller meeting rooms for small groups. And also a lot of times people come in and be like, do you have a study room? And we're like, if the small meeting room isn't booked, you can book it for a couple hours. But like if somebody's already in there, you're, you're kind of out of luck. Mm. So now we'll have small, st- small study rooms where if people need a quiet space, cause we're not a strictly quiet library. Um, I think a lot of people get that impression of like librarians and library staff, like shushing people, but like we have a children's area. So like, unless like, I think Papillion has a children's library specifically. And then another one or one of the, one of the, one of the metro area libraries has a system like that. So that way they can have a quiet library, but we don't like our children's library is in there and kids are going to make noise. And so it'll be nice to have quiet study rooms that people can just rent for, they can just walk in and use it, mm-hmm. which will be very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And some more space. Brian in the chat says, love how libraries started doing these passes. Uh, we have some excellent destinations offered in Arizona. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you're, you know, you live in the area, you almost never take advantage of the, mm-hmm. the places. I think, didn't you, did you check out a zoo pass at some point and go by the yourself? Zoo or? passes are different because the zoo as a promotional thing gives us 150 tickets every two mm-hmm. months throughout mm-hmm. the off season to just give away to encourage people to come, uh, especially people who like maybe don't know whether it's worth it to buy a ticket during the prime season to kind of test it out or to remind people. Cause like I hadn't been to the zoo in like a couple years. Yeah. And we have a world-class zoo, zoo. We have, I mean, it's really good. An amazing zoo. Yeah. yeah. And so like I got, I got a pass and I went in April and then I went again this past month with free, free passes from the library. Yeah. Kind of really nice. nice. Kind of nice, like, wow, right? I forgot how good it is. Uh, you, you do, you do, kind of forget. Which I is think kind children, of why yeah. they give them to us. Have you gotten the, to new, the new the new Luminarium? Has that gotten into? We have this new Luminarium Center, STEM education and science and that kind of stuff. Has that made its we, way in yet? We haven't yet. Um, we're hoping we have an organization called Friends of the Bellevue Public Library that is a is a registered nonprofit that's made up of community members and half of our passes they pay for and so i think that's one of those things that like right now they're negotiating to see if that's something that's doable if they can afford it if the luminarium will set up a system like that for us because it does require working with the museum they don't just buy a regular pass like they have to work with us specifically so hopefully we'll get one um otherwise we'll have to look in if if they can't get one then we might look into it for the budget but like that's a decision that's like way above my pay grade (laughs) yeah no right on Right on. Maybe Next someday, maybe someday it'll be in your pay grade. I mean, I could, we could, we could see this working out for, for a that while for nice. you. Uh, I just threw this in chat and I, uh, for those watching on YouTube after the fact, you know, what's the best thing you've ever done at your local library or you've seen at a local library, throw that in the comments either on YouTube or I'd uh, love to hear from you guys listening live 
other things that you have seen or done um, at your local library. Uh, Sammy, because uh, the folks listening, I mean, they're always asking you to come back because you're very transparent in what you talk about. How have you grown in the last, I think, since March or or this year? I mean, this has really been a uh, first job for you out of, out of college and, um, and it seems like you really enjoy it, but let's hear from you. How's the experience been? What are you learning about yourself? Uh, it's really great. Hmm. Um, I'm way less ashamed of not knowing things, which hmm. is, that's like the biggest, the number one oh. biggest change yeah. is that I jumped into a job where I wasn't not expected to know how to do the thing. And so I think that just like broke a barrier for me where like throughout academia, there's kind of an understanding and there's people were always coming in to college with different levels of experience. And I often felt insecure about the fact that I wasn't coming in with any like photography or videography experience or like audio experience other than this. Um, and so I just, I just felt like I was trying to pr- put on a front of knowing more than I did. And then I came into the, this situation where I'm like, there's a bunch of stuff that I don't know how to do. And like, the only way to find out is to ask. And so mm-hmm. I've gotten really good at just asking, which honestly reflects on the other part, which is getting better at helping people. I think the more that you don't feel shame about asking for help, the more people are willing to ask you for help because they, they see that the, there's a, there's an unspoken understanding between people that you can feel about each other that like, Somebody's like, I don't know how to log into my email. And I'm like, you know what? We all learned at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. But a lot of the guys that listen to this program were helped. They helped people with their computers. They were help desk people. And you're kind of, I mean, that kind of happens to you, right? Folks try to come in and use the technology and they're like, "Uh, how's that gone? You, You feeling more comfortable with that? For sure. And I surprised myself and and my managers a little bit, I think, of how much I do actually know and how much I am able to explain things, which has really been good for my self-esteem. Mm. That yeah. that people will be like, I am trying to help this patron with this thing and I can't figure it out. And I'm like, oh, I got this. And you just put, do you do this, this, and this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. And like, there was a gal who needed to take money out of her retirement account. And it took like three of us over the course of several days to do it, but we got it done for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, you know? well, that's great. The community aspect of that, you know, you say over a couple days where someone could come in and get some help and come back. And, you know, I, I said this on the last time you were on the podcast, I'm always surprised at the number of staff that are in that library. I'm like, yeah, when you took that job, I thought it was three people. I thought literally yeah, you only ever like, see like three people at the yeah. front desk, but there's always at least one shelver out in the stacks. And then there's like 15 people in the back room. Cause you've got like three, you've got three departments that each have a head librarian. Often they have an assistant librarian. You have a technology librarian who's in the maker space. You've got the director of the library. You've got like three people in tech services, like ordering books, put, getting them ready to package, repairing stuff, you know, there's a bunch of people in the back doing all sorts of stuff. Our office manager taking phone calls and ordering stuff all day. We just have the one library though, right? Here running. in Bellevue. Yes. We just have the one, right? Yeah, Omaha one. has do dozens. Uh, you know, I think, Omaha, I think Papillion has two. And well, we just got the one Bellevue and Papillion similar size. I think Bellevue's a little <laughs> bit bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, someday there may be an opportunity to open a second couple couple uh, comments coming in from chat. So Brian says, in response to my question, what's the best thing you've ever done in the library? Leave your comments down below in chat or in Facebook or in YouTube in the comments. He says, my wife uh, has enjoyed yoga classes put on by the library. One we haven't done yet, but definitely need to take advantage of is checking out one of the professional telescopes. You guys have telescopes, right? We do have telescopes. We have two uh, telescope like professional telescope kits. And then we have two like a NASA adventure packs. They have a, they have a smaller telescope that's like easier to use and some other STEM flavored activities. That one's more geared towards families. And those are really nice. They're less popular than they were when we first got them. I think we need to push out some more promotional material about them. Cause I think some people have forgotten that we had them. Cause the wait list was like a mile long when we first got them. Mm-hmm. And now they're just like sitting in the makerspace. We're like, check them out. 
do look at the sky plug into computers can i could i plug them into a computer and do some things or they only I do i have to don't know. sit outside it's kind of cold it's i got nothing cold. okay I'll have to, but maybe we, there, but there's like you could look into it and there is informational material in those kits on like okay. how to stargaze so you're not just like here's a telescope what do i do with it like they yeah. tell you what to do which is nice yeah. Yeah, when we had John on a couple times, another John, not our John, but another John, we talked about telescopes, and they've got some cool ones that you can you can uh, plug into your computer. Jay don't says, uh, "Community, sun. yeah, don't stare at the Whatever sun with you them. Do do not look at the sun." <laughs> Jay says, "Community performances, and do you get quite a bit of like what kinds of what's the what's the uh, you know the variation that you have of of folks coming in and doing stuff." Coming up, we got we got Christmas stuff. So we've got different school groups and stuff coming in to do caroling, which is exciting. Um, we just went through, we had this month, every week we had, I wish I remembered what the instrument is called. And I don't have a calendar with me that says, because like at work, I'm always like pulling out the, the calendars and the little thing to reference our programming. And I don't have it here. It's stressing me out. But there was a gal who came in. It's like a string instrument that sits on your lap and it's got like 27 strings. Um, I think it's from China. I don't remember what it's called, but she came in every week and she would play a little bit and then the kids would come and she would teach them about it. And she would teach them like the fundamentals of Solfege and she would let them play it. And it was really cool. That was really cool programming that we did through our children's department. Mm. Um, We have humanities, Nebraska comes in and does talks. They do, they do like four or five during the adult library program in the spring, but they also do them periodically throughout the year where they talk about, um, kind of like what's that one podcast through line? It's kind of like through line where they're connecting history to now mm-hmm. and they try to focus on regional Nebraska stuff to like really get people invested in history and the humanities. So we do that. There's all kinds of stuff. We had all kinds of stuff going on all the time. Brian says, uh, he says, my favorite thing was probably hearing um, stories from our state historian a few years back. And I think, um, you know, KDJ says nowadays I go to Mr. Google to do my research. One of the differences, though, between just doing the research, because you can. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, today I literally did nothing today <laughs> except YouTube. I, I did. I spent some time researching how to replace the the batteries. You have a hybrid. Mm-hmm. I passed my 2006 Honda Civic down to you that you have now. It's been running pretty well. And, but eventually the batteries are going to need to be replaced. Mm -hmm. And so today I spent about an hour researching that, like, okay, now, you know what? I'm pretty comfortable. I know there's four bolts to take out the back seat and I need a number 10. uh, I need a number 10 ratchet to get that done or socket to get that done. And then there's 20, there's 19 other screws that you got to pull out, pulls the cover off, flip the breaker. Like I know it all. (laughs) I'm, I listen, I, I, but what I don't get is some, I don't get that personal interaction. You talked mm-hmm. about this person who came in with the instrument and they work with the students and they, you make a personal connection, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's gotta, that's gotta be a, I, I think that's gotta be a little bit different of an experience in person to be able to do some of those kinds of things, right? It definitely is. And we have the other things I was thinking of is the different story times. We had Spanish story time where we had some oh. high school kids who are learning Spanish come in and read Spanish to students. Ooh, that was beneficial for, or to children. So it's beneficial for the Spanish students and the kids. And we have, um, I forget what, we, oh, is, I think it's like a senior story time where they have senior citizens come in and those intergenerational interactions are good for your brain and your social skills. And so like all of those things are, especially our children and teen program is really geared towards building community, getting people to interact with each other. Cause we mm. all became very isolated during COVID and that's stunted some social skills. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. And it's just nice. I think sometimes to see it in person, I forget mm-hmm. I've gone to a few person events since we've in, since we've, you know, come out of COVID and I'm like, you know, it's kind of nice. It's kind of yeah. nice to, uh, and I'm going into work five days a week. So I, yeah. I get a lot of, I get a lot of folks. Hey, uh, speaking of in person, you're building the big fish tank too. What, oh, like yes. what's the, why is that important? Like in your, in your opinion, why, why is having that tank there important? Keep people love the fish tank. Somebody donated this fish tank to us forever ago, probably before I was born based on the fact that it's been there as long as I can remember. And the kids love to look at the fish. 
and they love interacting with the fish tank. Yeah. And it's just like a, it's just like an easy way to interact with like animals and nature in a very like controlled way. And the pe- people love it. And but we've had this dinky little fish tank for forever. And so finally we did a fundraiser um to get a bigger one at our new place that's going to be like that's going to like take up half the wall. It's going to be huge. And people really got on board with that and also there was a fun connection with our technology librarian um her ex-husband's mom used to work at the library question mark but she heard about it and made a big donation and so like through through family connections two people who hadn't talked to each other in years got reconnected and that got us that finished our funding the rest of the way up Mm, because she was like i didn't know and i really care about this fish tank and i care about these fish and i want them to have a bigger home (laughs) yeah you have to remind the kids don't don't tap on the glass don't tap on the fish tank (laughs) that's when i gotta be the bad guy don't touch the christmas tree don't tap on the fish tank please why why is that even adults want to do that they just want to go i'm like this scares them they're so small you guys their brains are this big How much bigger? How much bigger is that tank? You know how many gallons? Probably four times the size of our current one. I don't know in terms of Mm. gallons, but our our current one is like what you would typically think of like a a big like the biggest fish tank you would have in a house is kind of what our current one is, and the new one will be about four times that size. So imagine that. I think they're kind of calming. You know, to hear the bubbles, the water. There is there is something about negative ions in running water. Which yeah. is why waterfalls something. are good for your brain. They yeah. relax. Something it relaxes you. Katie J says uh, he used to own a thirty-gallon hex- hexagonal aquarium with tropical fish years ago. That's we tough. we've had a variety of fish tanks, and they work <laughs> for a while, and then they just don't. Yeah. Uh, one time, one of the kids, I think Josh, spilled milk into the poured milk right into the that. fish tank. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that. It, I think that ended that version. We weren't a fish, fish family. You know? Sure. When we did them early, early on, True. we did, but uh, they weren't around for you. Uh, Sherwin said, I try to attend a world press uh, photographic exhibition annually at the state library yearly. Nice. So it's another good, another good. Yeah. Well, and I would think, you know, here in the, uh, we're in the Omaha Metro. And so, you know, you have Omaha council bluffs, Bellevue, Papillion, Ralston, um, Elkhorn, Miller. probably Millard, ha- all have library systems. Millard is now, I think, officially a part of Omaha as well, uh, as well as Elkhorn just got annexed by Omaha. Oh, oh I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. But they all started. I mean, I think the Bellevue or the um, Benson, which is in a big city to the north that Omaha annexed. Um, it had its own library, a beautiful library, actually. I've been up there one time. I went up and, you know, um, for these cities that started that way, they they built themselves a very beautiful library. Those got included in with the city services uh, when, when Omaha took them over. But in Omaha can't grow outside of Douglas County, so there's no chance of Bellevue. That ever happening to Bellevue, yeah. Propylion, uh, Ralston, um, La Vista, uh, those those southern uh, Sarpy County, and they won't take over each other at this point. Although Bellevue's been trying to do some things, so yeah. you get some variety, right? I mean, you get mm-hmm. some variety. And do can um, does my Bellevue card work in Omaha? What do, if I if Mm-mm. I go up there? What do I have to do? Can we're I, not how does we're that... not affiliated anyway. You have to pay a membership to get it. Okay, a membership if it, I want because your your property taxes pay you for your current membership. Okay. So whatever um, city you pay property taxes in, that's where you get a free card. What about interlibrary loans? How does that work? Oh, yes. Um, unfortunately, right. we don't have enough funding for those to be free. Some libraries have them for free. We charge them $3 per item. Um, but you can get, if we don't have an item and it's too expensive to buy or it's too rare, it's out of print, we can have it shipped to our library. We pay, cover half the cost. You cover half the cost. Oh. Um and so we start, we'll, we'll first look in Nebraska libraries, but we can ship from all over the country. So if there's a book in a library in the country, they will ship it to us. And then we will loan it, loan it to you. And we'll say. And then you this? drop it back off. At, mm-hmm. at, and then we ship then it back. You ship it back. And there's a person who just does that, right? At yes. The library, at your Her name library? is Emily and she's great. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. that's yeah, she, she is specifically our interlibrary loan librarian. 
she's always busy? standing at the packaging station boxing up books. Is it pretty? So it's pretty busy. Yeah. Like that's a full time, mm-hmm. like mostly full time job. Yep. Wow. That's just crazy to me. Like I, I just think, I, I don't know. I guess I am with Katie J. You know, yeah. who said a little bit earlier, you know, he goes to Mr. Google for that. Um, I, I guess I, I wouldn't even think to be like, oh, I want to get this book from another library. But I'm not a big reader. So I, maybe I don't well, think we can also that get way first. Movies yeah. From other libraries, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but but I, do you think because digital? I work there, I get them for free. I get interlibrary loans for free. So sometimes I'm like, yeah. man, I really want to watch this movie. And instead of pirating it. <laughs> I will make the library ship it to me. <laughs> How much would that be if I if I wanted to do it and it wasn't free for me? Three dollars. So three dollars. Three dollars, which is oh. a lot cheaper than pretty much anything these days. Yeah. yeah. That's that's like half of a of a cravings box at Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking a lot about those cravings boxes. Listen, they should pay about. us to promote the cravings boxes. <laughs> We, what, we what could is, be the next Pete Davidson. <laughs> what? So wait a minute. Cravings box. Either you have to, you have to get it on the app. Although you can go you to the to menu. Yeah. Can't you go to the, get it on the menu? And sometimes and, I don't okay. always see it, and so I just rely on the app. And also, then I ha- interact with somebody as little as possible. I'm just like, give me my food. Thank you. By the way, and you won't know this. You won't know this reference. We'll come back to this in a second. But the other day I was listening to Entertainment 2.0, Richard Gunther. So most of the listeners here, a lot of the listeners to this program also listen to Entertainment 2.0. Richard Gunther, Josh Pollard. Richard said he asked a question and then he said, question mark at the end, just like you do. Yeah. <laughs> you did that. I was like, huh. That's, I absolutely okay. do that. I thought that was maybe a millennial thing, but maybe it's a little, maybe it's a little, Richard's not quite a millennial at these days, but anyways, it was just funny when I heard you say that. Intergenerational. I hear you say that all the time. So, um, okay. But the, really the best way to get the cravings box is to customize it on the app. Is that, mm-hmm. is that right? And does it Correct. change all the time or is it? Like, uh, other- I feel like sometimes they change what you can and can't get, but generally as long as I've been doing it, it's been the same stuff. Um, but Katie J said he never knew there was a, a cravings. Get the Taco Bell app. Yeah. Listen, they should yeah. be paying me for this, but they're not. What so typically, like you. when you get like the other yeah. night, we had been we had been enjoying some libations, and I was the other night, Dad. This was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay. I was just you know for for yeah. those for those listening along, mm-hmm. and you had you should tell the story because you're yeah. Really, you're better so it was it was post my birthday party, and we had been doing the whiskey and cigars and the fire in the backyard. And we came in and I was all tuckered out from socializing for several hours. Cause like my whole family and all my friends are there. And I was like, man, I really want some Taco Bell. I didn't do the Taco Bell app. I door dashed it though. And I was like, I'm going to door dash cravings box. And I got, I think I, I think I sprung for the deluxe. So I got like a, a, a Chalupa and a burrito and a taco and I got mom some cinnamon twists and a Baja Blast. And <laughs> the dad has never ordered this. Dad is the kind of person, Jim Collison is the kind of person who it doesn't matter how cold it is, how rainy it is. He would rather go pick up a pizza than pay somebody to deliver it. Cause he's like, I could be saving money right now. Mm-hmm. And so, but he's just I like, don't, I don't like tipping the, people. That's what it really comes down to. I don't like paying for delivery people. or tipping people. I, I'm I'm so glad to to get a zero dollar delivery fee and just throw a like five dollar tip on that order because I know that the Good delivery driver gets all that money. Yeah. Hopefully. Um and he's sitting by the bay window and so he sees the DoorDash dra- person Masood. come up to the door. Masood. Masood. A, His name was Masood. Masood. Shout out Masood. He was, he was magical. And he 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 saw dad in the window and he waved at dad and smiled and then dropped off the food. And then I, I, I pull it up and I look at dad, I'm like, he looks hungry, and I just hand him a burrito. He's like, "This is a glorious burrito that was delivered to me by this nice man." It like, and it was like nine o'clock at night. Like delivery was ending in like half an hour, and I was like, "I still got time." So it was like nine thirty at night, and it, it, he got a burrito delivered straight to the door. Oh, and I gave so it good! To my dad. And you gave it got delivered straight to me. I didn't straight pay to for your it. hands. You didn't have to stand up. You didn't have to pay for it. I didn't move. You just brought. You didn't it have to, to talk me. to a stranger. It was, God, it was so good. It was, it was magical. So good. 
Yeah. So the magic in talk Masood was great though. It was just, he comes, he comes up to the door and sets it down and takes a picture. Yeah. And then he turns around and sees me and he just smiles. I guess it's so smile. And I wave and he waves back. <laughs> Masood and I had this connection for a moment. I'm, I'm going to say my heart, you know, I just, I just went out to him a little bit. I was like, Oh, thank you. Thank, I didn't know his guy. name at that point. But, hey, yeah. thank you. And, uh, and uh, it was just it was just delicious. So you too could do that, uh, customize it. The Taco Bell app is is really quite good. I mean, you can it's really you can get some. I recommend you can get some in a time of high points. inflation. If yeah. you build up build up enough points, you get free stuff. You know, you know how rewards Kay. programs work. Oh yeah, yeah. It's listen. It's just they're just it's crack. They're just bringing. They're just <laughs> trying to get you hooked. Just trying yeah. to get you hooked on it. So. Katie J, if you haven't tried out the uh, the Taco Bell app, you definitely need yeah. to give it a try. I don't the big thing the is the cravings box is five dollars, so it's yeah. like the only thing on the Taco Bell menu right now where you can get more than one thing for like less than eight bucks. So like it's in an expensive world, it's a real deal. <laughs> I think you and I should go out for Taco Bell after the show. Yes, <laughs> dude, Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, I'm here for I, it. I, I, I think they close at midnight. Um, we'll have to see. Okay. So a couple questions, Brian, I, I threw that out there. Brian says, I can't remember if Sammy's library has a 3D printer. Yes. I know I'd love to have one at our library. Any recommendations to get one uh, at our library? So in other words, what would he need to do to encourage his library to pick one up? I don't know, but ask. Just ask. I know our website has a suggestion box, um, which I have used before. Uh so that that's that's one way is to suggest that they have it. Um, you can also, you know, libraries, they're not funded enough. Let's be real. So, yeah. like, I would really encourage some people to find some people who also want to have a 3D printer, pull some money and donate them a 3D printer like that. That's oh. really the best way to get your library to have a 3D printer is to get some people involved who want one. And then they then they contribute one. That would be a really nice thing to do. Yeah, it might be nice to get a group of people to show up to then say, hey, it would be really nice if you, if you, you know, bring one in or, or whatever. Maybe get one, maybe get a local, you know, store to donate one, a Best Buy or something, yeah. something along those lines. See if a lot of stuff. our library of things items were donations. So, like, we have a whole cake pan collection, of, like specialty cake pans. Those were all donated. All of our puzzles and board games were donated by people. We get so many puzzle donations, dude. We got puzzles up the wazoo, and we sell so many in the bookstore. So, like, you don't find some generous people. And that's how yeah. you make your library better. Yeah. You got to give to um, get. In this Tony, Tony said, uh, still surprised our local library does digital books and movie services. The movie things, well, you would think with the advent of uh, Audible that the digital book services may take a hit, but there are people who don't want to deal with the subscription and they with their library card, right. They can through Libby, uh, they can get books. So that's a great way of doing it. There's just folks who want to do it that way. They don't, they don't want to pay for the subscription. Uh, movies, I think have kind of been the same way. I mean, Sammy, there's so many different ways to consume movies now. Mm -hmm. There's you too think many about, streaming services, uh, and it's like the the movies that are on them are changing every month, and so it's like I just want to watch Pride and Prejudice 2005, but it was only it was on Netflix last month, and now it's gone. So like, where'd it go? Yeah. Sometimes they're not on any streaming service, and you have to rent it on Amazon, and I don't want to do that. And I, don't I just want to check out the physical disc from the library. Since <laughs> the last time we talked, talking about technology, I got a a DVD player that plugs into my laptop. Um, into, and your so I just, into, into your my Mac. Mac. Right. Is it USB-C so I just, then? I take it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so I just yeah. check out DVDs from the library and I plug them into my laptop and I watch them. And I'm like, you know what? It's 2004 again. <laughs> and I don't care. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. tired of the streaming service BS. There's a lot. There's a There's lot. too many. Maybe that's why I don't watch movies anymore. Um, uh, Brian says, I just, I just surf YouTube. Brian says, good suggestion. I'll try talking with a few people. I have some retired engineers in town too. Maybe able to team up with getting a 3d printer. Be a good idea. Put, you know, put some folks together and, and like either you said, 
put a donation together that you can give to the library, mm-hmm. maybe tax deductible to check your, you know, check with your local um, uh, tax laws and some of those kinds of things uh, to do it. Or maybe get the word out that the library is looking for one. You know, people buy those things sometimes and then they don't ever use them. Like, ah, I can't figure this thing out. And and maybe the library. Um, can I still take books to the library and donate them? Is that a thing they still like? Mm-hmm. Can I still do that? And what do you guys do with them? Like, certainly they don't make the shelves, do they? Every do once we? in a while they do. We check. Yeah. We check our, especially if we get one that's like pristine. We'll check our collection and see if like our copy, if it's if it's one that we already have, we'll see if our copy is is worn and needs replaced. That often happens. That happened. That's happened with two books that I donated, where our copy was in rough shape. Like one of them was a paperback, and I replaced it with a hardback. Mm. Um. Or if it's a really popular author, we'll we'll accept it as a duplicate copy, or like they they donated a copy of one that we just didn't happen to order or got lost and we didn't we couldn't afford to replace. So sometimes they do make the collection. Most of the time though, they make the book sale room, and which raises money for us. Yeah. And because they're all donations, we sell books and DVDs and CDs and anything that we're getting out of our collection, we sell in the book sale room. And all of it we sell for dirt cheap. Paperbacks yeah. fifty cents, hardbacks a dollar which is cheaper than any used bookstore you'll come across. So like sometimes $5 a bag, right? That's when our, when our cravings box, that's the, that's the library (laughs) cravings box is when our book sale room gets full. We'll do a fire sale. Everything goes and you can fill up a Brown grocery bag worth of stuff in $5 for the whole bag. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, and I think there's just people who love to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. They went whenever is, is, it the it our library is that open all the time? Is the the bookstore, the book room, whatever? We you try call to it. have it open all the time. It is staffed by volunteers. Okay. That's another thing that I will say hmm. about your library is if you have time, volunteer and help out because like our book sale room is run by volunteers. One of our book repair techs is volunteer. Um, hmm. something about the three D printer. Check with your library that they have the infrastructure to host it. If they have staff yeah, to yeah. train, and if yeah. not, volunteer to because yeah. we have volunteers that, who train people on our on our makerspace machines, and then supervise people while they're doing stuff. Because yeah, we don't, want, we don't want people breaking our machines. If you're listening to this show, you might be a volunteer candidate to yes. do those do those kinds of things. So, um, Brian asked a good question. What's the number one thing you look forward to learning in the next year related to your job? That's still taking question. your questions, by the way, while Sammy's thinking. Still taking your questions. We got a few more minutes here. We're coming up on the hour, but uh, Sammy, number one thing you look forward to learning in the next year? I think, you know, there's things that you don't know until you realize that you don't know them. Mm-hmm. And that's those are the things that I'm trying to get covered in the next year. Because, like, the everyday stuff I've got down. But like, there's a lot of little details that like, I just learned how to use our laminator last week. <laughs> like, I've been working there 10 months and I was like, James, how do I use the laminator? Help. <laughs> so like, I'm trying to cover all of those bases in the next year. So that way I'm not asking my supervisor a couple times a month, like, oh, actually there's this thing that I've been working here a year and I've never done it before. Because there's just so many things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot to learn, and there's a lot of things. I'm also, you know. I'm trying to get better at Dewey decimals. Oh. That's that's something I could actively mm-hmm. work on mm-hmm. is remembering what what Dewey decimals are, what subjects, because people will ask. They're like, I want a book about the the Western Front during World War II, and I'm like, I think I know where the World War II section is, but like, I don't know all of the decimals. They'll be like, mm-hmm. I want a book about house plants. I'm like, I think that's in the 300s. So, like, I, I could get better okay. at that. Okay. I'd like to get better at that. Yeah, and I can get people recommendations faster. I'm like a, I'm like a book, uh, psychiatrist. I'm just trying to get people there. How many people ask you for book rec- recommendations? Is that fairly frequent? For like, just straight up, they're like, I need a book. Tell me. That only happens every couple months. But frequently, people will be like, I'm looking for a book on this subject or by this author, or I'm looking for this particular book. Can you help me find it? That happens like every day. Okay. Okay. Yeah. People are like, how, where, where in, where, there's so many books. Where is this one that I'm looking for? Do you go right to the computer or? Uh, depends. Okay. 
if it's one that I know where it is, I'm like, let's go to the shelf. Often I'll double check though, just to make sure that it's checked in, especially if they're, you know, everybody's looking for those like Colleen Hoover books. And I'm like, you know, we got multiple copies, but I don't know if they're all checked out right now. Well, that's true. That's true. Even if you know the area. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, you walk all the way over there and you're like, ah, it's gone. Sorry. (laughs) So like, that's not. Yeah. Jay, kind of wrapping up here as we go, just I'll do a last call, verbal last call for you guys. Uh, can you share some things that we may not be aware of? We've a few of those we've covered passes, um, uh, maybe makerspace stuff, uh, conference rooms that you can that you can use. Anything we've missed from a library perspective that we may not be aware of? Um, we when we're talking about Googling things, we have a lot of uh, subscriptions to databases and stuff. So oh, if you ever want to do research, oh. you can get the login information from your library or like your library card number will be the login to a paid service like EBSCOhost. Um, we also, a lot of libraries have language learning services. Um, I can't remember what the one that we use is. We used to use Mango Languages and now it's something else, but you can get free access to f- language learning software for free with your library card. Wow. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that you normally have to pay for that we pay for and we just let you use your library card to access. Just always, always go to your library and be like, yo, what free stuff can I get? Because there's a lot of free stuff. We do craft kits for all ages. Those are completely free. You just have to sign up for them. So truly, like, go to your front desk and be like, what services do you have for free? And they'll probably hand you a brochure full <laughs> of stuff. Uh, Brian's going to ask in real time. So any book recommendations perhaps related to the season? Ooh, book recommendations. What have I got off the top of my head? Let me open my Goodreads real quick and see what I've read lately because <laughs> I've suddenly forgotten every book I've ever read. Yeah, well, I will give, um, you, we'll give you a second to think about it. You know what's an? You know what's? This is funny. We're we're past the season now, but I honestly recommend it for when the spring comes up. I did Dracula Daily this year. Oh yeah, so Dracula is a an epistolary novel, so it's told in. Diary entries, newspaper clippings, letters. Um, and Dracula Daily is a service where they email you Dracula as the events happen in real time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any diary entries dated for like June 2nd, they email you that on June 2nd. So you read it throughout the year. It's from, I think it's from like May to like November 6th. Um, and that was really fun. Like I read that at work whenever it was like really slow. I just like crack open and read my little Dracula email. That was really fun. And it wraps up right during spooky season. So if you're looking for something in the spring and you, you have a hard time reading a lot, like you feel pressure to like read big chunks. It's a really good way to read a classic novel. And also it's unexpectedly hilarious. A lot of people are like Dracula. That's an old book. It's really dry. It's absolutely hysterical. Mm. I enjoyed it a lot. So yeah, I that, recommend that one. We talked about it all the time. I did. And I had something to talk about. You find somebody to do Dracula Daily with you so you can talk about it. Because you're like, Dracula just threw his mirror out the window. What's you can up do that, that anytime? Yeah. Uh, you Theoretically, you can. But it's so it starts like the the actual year for it starts in April or May. Okay. And it so it spans most of the year. So it's coming up. It's coming yes. up. So this coming spring, up. get on the Dracula Daily train. Um, for fans of mythology, Circe by Madeline Miller was really good. Hmm. Um, a new way to, to take, to intake mythology without it feeling so dry, without feeling like you're reading the Iliad. Ah, uh, okay. That was really good. It, be careful, Icarus. Um, what were some other ones that I read that would be good for your audience? Hey, was the language learning like Rosetta and Babel and Duolingo, like that kind of language learning where you can learn another language when you were talking yes. about? Okay. That's what I mean. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, but it wasn't, hold on. I think I have a library brochure in here somewhere. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going through my stuff today because I was looking for something. I do. What is it? What's it called? Such a good librarian you are. I am. I try my best, dude. Um, Crap. I've lost it. But we have it. 
We have it. It's it's something. It's not something I had heard of before I started working working there. We also have My Heritage. Which we is have what? access to that, which is oh. kind of like a, a genealogy thing. Okay. Yeah, I use WikiTree. Yeah, which is a which is a wiki version of that. By the way, I got the Taco Bell menu up and the <laughs> cravings, the value menu right there. Look right at that. There, Katie J. Look, you could do Taco Bell once a month, and you'd be fine with that. It's five dollars. You would be fine. You'd be fine. And we want the cravings box, right? Yes. The combos. It's five. They're five ninety nine on the app now, so they're not five uh-huh. anymore. They're five ninety nine. Uh, but it looks like a taco burrito, and the uh, cinnamon twists, and a and the same the same thing you got the other night when we were doing it. That's yeah. the, those right taco. Okay, it's good. Yeah, good stuff. I think I know where we're going after the show, guys. Uh, Sammy, anything else that you want to add? Anything um, else that be that you would make them a- a- aware of? What did you just say? What was the one the recommendation that you just gave? The you said databases, and then what was the last one? I was I was just thinking about tacos. What did you oh, say? Oh, the 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 craft kits. Craft kits. Okay. Those are and, free. Uh, and what do they make? That's not what you said, but No. What what are the what are the craft kits? What Um those are something the, that our librarians put together. We have some for kids, some for teens, and some for adults. And it's a kit with everything you need to make. Like the really popular one we did in the spring was a uh, Hobbit door themed wreath. So it was, it was a wreath and you had a little hobbit door in the middle. Um, we have, I wish I had my fidget cube with me somewhere. I, that was one kit that I did where it was, we used the laser cutter to laser cut out some wood pieces and they fit together in a cube and you put like rubber bands and beads and like spinners and stuff. So you get a little fidget cube. That was great. Those are so good. Do you guys have instruments? I know you have puzzles and stuff, but do you have instruments to check Don't out? have musical instruments. That would be, be very hard. cool though. Yeah. It'd be hard though. It would be hard. Yeah. Those would be. Some of those, some of the, maybe a guitar, you yeah. know, a, a wind instrument would re, oh, genealogy. Thank you. Tony. That's, that's what it was. That's what my it was. heritage yeah, is yeah, the service. Yeah. My heritage. And you can sign up for it for free. Is that, uh, you log for, in. It's a paid service that you log in with your okay. library card. Okay. Yeah. And One I, cause I mentioned things. I use WikiTree and that's actually yes. pretty good. They've got some, they've got more about my family history. And then, Apparently, my my ancestor that I talk about all the time, James Thomas Meadows, who I'm named for, uh, he's he's got his own Wikipedia page now. That's like, oh yeah, that's you looked at. We're talking I about did. it. You it's, looked it it's up. James Meadows in parentheses pioneer. So yeah. if you're looking for that guy, yeah, um, you, that's his you, Wikipedia page. California Monterey, Monterey, California. I think that's right. He was he was yeah jump ship in the 1850s he was and like I'm out of here. Hid among <laughs> some of the folks there in Monterey and then ended up going to when they took him the the Spanish were afraid that he was working with a group of English mm-hmm. folks to incite a riot so that California could be <laughs> would uh would they could overthrow yeah. the government. He was like uh, I'm working with the English. I just left the English. I know. Didn't dump any tea in the harbor, but they did take him to Mexico. For um, and he was in jail for almost a year, and uh, came back to Monterey. Ended up marrying uh, a uh, uh, Native American there, and that the, the family got started. So it's kind of a cool, it's kind of a cool story. James Thomas Meadows, if you want to go out and get some real insight uh, to some of my family history and Sammy's family history too. So super cool. Um, Sammy, anything else? This is unrelated to anything we've been talking about, oh, but I got to yeah, talk that. about this Brewmate water cup that I got. Bromate? Is that Brewmate. what you call it? B-R-U with <laughs> an umlaut. Bromate. <laughs> okay. Keep B-R-U going. with an umlaut, M-A-T-E. Okay. Brewmate. These water, this one's a tanker. They make them smaller than this. But the coolest thing is that it it seals. So, so you know, you get, I, w- I always want a straw cup. And the Stanley mm-hmm. cups are all the rage, but they leak if they fall over. Or if you put them in a bag. But these ones, it's like you can drink out of the top and then you spin this thing around and then it seals. No. And so it won't Whoa. It won't go all over your bag. Magic. That so is, they should really I... be paying me for this promo. But <laughs> maybe they'll sponsor the show. Maybe they'll sponsor the show. But if you want a straw cup that keeps your stuff cold, it's double lined stainless steel or double walled stainless steel. How do you spell that? B R U M A T E. They sell them on Amazon? No, I got it from their website. 
Yeah, but do they um, sell them on Amazon? Let's I see. don't think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine it's oh, German yeah. based on the umlaut. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Listen, I'll have a link. Just, just this gives me a good, this is a good segue to a commercial. So don't, yes. don't leave. Don't leave. But I just restarted my Amazon affiliate relationship oh. this last week. I was like, you know, I might as well. I'm now that now that Sarah's doing contract work, I got to buy the big tax package anyway. So I might, might as well be making some money on Amazon. So uh, not all of them. In fact, almost none of the posts I've been doing for the last 10 years have any affiliate links in them because <laughs> I haven't done this for a while. But uh, we're bringing it back. So in the show notes for this show, so theaverageguy.tv slash HGG592, there'll be some links to that, um, to the to the brew, brewmate, right? B-R-U, umlau. It's German. B-R-U, umlau. Brewmate. And, uh, and I'll have a link to that if you purchase it or if you go out there and click on that link. That'll benefit Home Gadget Geeks, and you can start doing that again. Um, I don't have a general link for that. You just have to go into Amazon. So check out the show notes. There'll be, uh, I should probably remind myself. Let me grab this link here. I should, I should have you link Dracula Daily too. Because that's just like one uh, guy who does that. This yeah, is very important. Dracula, we need to support this man Dracula, who does this every year for us. He sends these emails. Send me send me that link to Dracula Daily. And then I'll do the, the brew mate. These are my own show notes right now. Um, Amazon. Okay. Yeah, I got it. I have to assign individual links to those now. So, um, I messenger get that done. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Well, hold on. Sammy's Sammy's link. Sammy, thanks for taking the time on a Friday night because uh, yeah. you, you're super busy all the time. So it's really hard for to sure. get your time. <laughs> it's super hard to get your time. But I'm uh, a little busy. I'm a lot busier than I used to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Hours. We made it through the whole podcast. We didn't talk about one Black Friday deal. That's super awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not completely... about that consumerism. I work at the most communist <sighs> institution. <laughs> <laughs> you do. You do the last bastion of communism in America. Um, it, listen, the, the, uh, the black Friday, it's out of control. Like I, I got so many emails today. I was clearing out every hour what I would Mm -hmm. normally clear out in a day. And it just turns me off. I just, I don't want to buy it. Not really. They're not really good deals anymore. No, You know, it's like 20% off. And a lot of times they're, they raise the price just to drop them or they import less quality, lower quality stuff. Yeah, just, not, just not, for Black Friday, right? Yeah, Those kinds. I'm not of about that anymore. I think there was a meme in our family chat. No, it it was in the could have been in both. Just to be honest with you, yeah. Where and I think it was Randy. I think Randy Walker put this in, where it was some a picture of. Let's see if I can find it here really quick. Uh, it was a picture of like oh, oh, oh um, you know, wait for it, and it would say like nine ninety nine. Wait for it, nine ninety nine, and then the last one was like go, and it was fourteen ninety nine with the price marked through <laughs> to nine ninety nine. Yep, you know, and uh, and so you, you know, it it would make sense for a gadget show to do like a big back Black Friday show today. I am so over Black Friday. I mean, it's just... the only thing I got because Joanne started their Black Friday stuff before Thanksgiving. And so they had a couple like little deals. And so I was like a couple things that I had like had my eye on for a while. I was like, oh, I could get it for like 20% off. So like, yeah, it's like got like, like new tape measure and some sewing machine needles. It was very chill, yeah. low stakes Black Friday for me. Yeah. Like, it was more like yeah. Black Tuesday. That's when I actually <laughs> bought it. No, I just I just rather buy them as I need them. Katie J says, uh, Sherwin, I don't do Black Friday specials or do any day specials. So that's too bad. Uh, Sherwin says, I'm in Australia. We're just getting on the bandwagon post-COVID. Think the retailers are looking for a way to increase Christmas revenue for sure. Just like you said, I think there's some shenanigans going on with Black Friday these days. Brian says, 20 years ago, I remember getting up crazy early to wait in line. Uh, not that, not that way nowadays. There are a few places. It's kind of coming back. COVID kind of broke that whole Mm -hmm. show up early. I mean, it was crazy in America. 
Yeah. And um, and COVID kind of broke that for a while. I remember getting newspaper the week, the weekend before the Sunday before Black Friday. It would be this thick this with just thick. ads. It yeah. would just be just ads. It's it's still it kind of is that way with ads. Yeah. Like um yeah. one of our one of our circ members got the newspaper for the day this past week and it was it was chonky. Yeah. Like, is this just, all ads? Just ads. Just Black Friday ads. Uh, to- so Tony's fallen into my camp, bought nothing. I did nothing today, and I literally bought nothing today. Bought Except nothing? we're about I to buy nothing. that Taco Bell. <laughs> we are going to do Taco Bell when we're done here. Uh, Katie J says, specials are not special anymore, kind of to your point. Sherwin says that's true. Um, uh, Randy Black said, I purchased an audio plug-in bundle from Focusrite. This may be an area, these subscription services may be an area yeah. where it might be different because they can't change it. They can't mm-hmm. give you a cheaper version of the of the thing. It's, you know, it's the version of it, right? So th- 40 bucks regularly, it's $360. So yeah, that's like, that may be a, an area, Sammy, of exception mm-hmm. on Black Friday. It, subscriptions may be a pretty good deal. Yeah. And I think they can afford to do that because they get you hooked. And then you keep you keep paying for this. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's still some. Yeah, <laughs> to introduce some nihilism here. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's, it's in my blood. Oh, no, it's okay. Tony says uh, all the things I want don't have discounts. Yeah, ain't that just the way? So, well, it's okay. It doesn't have to be. There are some things. I mean, uh, there that is a time. There are, are some companies that do some pretty good deals mm-hmm. uh, this time of year. Just, I, I'm just glad we're not doing a Black Friday show, so to speak. Yeah. Or getting into that. I get so, by the end of the day, I just don't, I don't want to buy, although I did get a good cigar deal. So mm-hmm. that was one of those kinds of things where I found some pretty good cigars for a pretty good price. And I was like, yeah, okay, I think okay. that's the sweet spot these days is it's like, if it was going to be something you were going to buy anyway. Yeah. And you got an okay deal on it, then. My yeah. Phone. And I'd get deals like this that are not, it just happened to be 30% off. That's yeah. the most I'd seen in a while. Uh, found a way to get free shipping with it, and, um, and you're just like, okay, yeah, I pulled the trigger on those. Uh, Tony makes a good point. He says, and often those subscription discounts are only for new customers, and that's They're true. They're trying to get you hooked. Yeah, no, no, right. They're trying on. to be and, like this. This is worth sixty dollars. <laughs> so we'll I was give thinking it to you of Streamyard, who we're using right now. You can see the logo up in the corner. They had a deal going on in their business well, for some of their business subscriptions today for everybody. So that was kind of nice. I did take advantage of it. I'm on their $10 plan and it's good enough for me. So, um, yeah, that's what I did. Well, we're going to, we're going to end this thing so we can go get some Taco Bell. Uh, but Sammy, thank you for, uh, thanks for coming on. Always great to have you on and to catch up, uh, for those in the chat room. Thanks for coming out. Yeah. yeah thanks and, chat room for putting up with a silly show. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's kind of fun. About I think they, some chill topics. I think they look forward to having you on. I mean, they were the one a couple weeks ago when I started talking about this, they were like, yeah, have Sammy on, get her back. We want to hear Appreciate from Sammy. You guys. So, um, all is well. Um, last, I guess, no, I've got one more show before surgery and then, uh, be off that week. I almost scheduled Uyghur for the seventh. And I thought, you know, cause that's the 13th anniversary of home gadget geeks. The, wow. the, that week, that first week of December is 13. I thought, Oh, it'd be nice to have Uyghur. And then I'm like, yeah, it's probably not a good idea. Two days after surgery to be trying to podcast. I mean, you know, I try it, but I did yeah. get Uyghur. I did get Uyghur for the next week. So he's coming on on the the uh, the 14th, and uh, and then we've got TJ uh, Huddleston from uh, HomeTech.fm coming. Then then it's the holidays, so taking some time off for the holidays. Christians lined up in January. Bob and Ryan are coming back from um, from Computers Inc. dot Computers Inc. ThinkComputers.org uh, are coming on, and uh, they will be here. And we continue to line up some great shows. We'd love to have you join us live. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, Justin's, Justin thinks that's a week. By the Sass way. in the chat. <laughs> Listen, this is this surgery. He's going to need some sleep. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be, be less uh, than ideal. Uh, this is going to be a serious one. Sherwin, thanks for cheers to you as well. Have a great weekend. Uh, Brian, thanks for that. And we enjoyed the conversation as well. So I appreciate that. We, um, we are live. Well, I should say this before we go. 
Big thanks to Christian uh, over there, Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and trust. And that's Christian, of course, and Gary, his dad, uh, who, who run the show over there. Plans start as little as $10 a month, and uh, they're fighting inflation over there. So make sure you get, if you need a site for anything, contact Christian. Check it out, maplegrovepartners.com, and uh, they'd love to have your business. And thank you for supporting them because that supports us here at Home Gadget Geeks and appreciate that. Don't forget to head out to the show notes for this show as well. I'll have that Amazon. I'll have that one Amazon link for the for the cup, and you can try that out for me. See, I don't know. Maybe there's some money in Amazon, and we can start doing some things like that. We are live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv live. Except for this, we didn't do it yesterday because it was Thanksgiving. This Friday, we appreciate you guys coming out. Those who joined us live, we appreciate you. Those listening to the podcast, thanks for listening. Have a great day, a great evening, a great morning, whatever it is for you, however you're listening. With that, we'll say goodbye.